What's up, baby? Welcome to Refrag. I'm your host, Drew Face, and this is my co-host. I'm Scooter, and we're back with another episode on Back to Our Normal Fridays. And, uh, I mean, Drew, some interesting topics this week. Not very, uh, we're going back, we're going to back to your favorite hot topic. Oh, man, look, the, I don't know what's up with the FGC, dude. Like, they, they, they don't know what they want. I know that 100%. They don't, they don't fucking know what they want. But today's hot topic on my Twitter feed was... Making PC the standard for tournaments. And we had the discussion like in the community a while ago. PC's not one, these developers, they can't even optimize the experience on console. Why the fuck are they asking for a standardized PC version? Two, it's not optimized on PC. So that means like you gotta have like a really expensive computer. And then on top of that, like these. Okay. The reason why this, this 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 discussion has even started is because of this. Someone did an input delay test for Guilty Gear Strive, and we know Guilty Gear Strive. You you know you already know, baby. This game it plays it's fun. It's a fun game to play. Everything out everything else about it, fucking terrible, right? Like the lobbies don't fucking work. They crash on you, and it turns out there's a lot of input delay. And here's the worst part on PS4. There's five frames of delay on PS5, which is the bit better hardware system. There's six frames of delay, but you know, it's fucking crazy on PC with VSync on it's one frame on PC with VSync off. So there's a, a lot of screen tears and shit. One frame fucked up this. And that, that made the community be like, why don't we use PC as the standard? Let me tell you something. Evil's being evil, which is like the, the biggest fighting game convention, not even a tournament anymore. The biggest fighting game event. It's like the World Cup of fighting games. Sponsored by Sony. Why the fuck do you want PC? You want to piss off Sony? One of the few people who who who's okay with blowing millions on the FGC? Right? That's fucked up. Two, you you folks never bring anything, not even fucking controller, to the tournament. Why the fuck are you asking for PC? Well, you have to bring your own PC. You gonna pay? You gonna pay a tournament organizer hundred thousand to get like sixty thousand fucking PCs everywhere? No, I know you won't because you guys complain about venue fee anyway. So you, you, I'm you definitely not paying the organizer for to have a PC. You definitely not bringing your own controller. I know you're not bringing on your own PC. So it's like, what the fuck? There are other upsides, obviously, to having fighting games on PC, right? For example, sponsorships gonna go up the wazoo because now you have shit to sell. Like graphic cards, RAM sticks. Shouts to Corsa, baby. What's up? Uh, monitor. Shouts to Zawi. What's up? And like, you know, like all these other parts. But guess what? FGC people—they just figured out how to how to how to content create, right? They sh- they could have been doing this ten years ago. They didn't do it, right? They were just too busy playing on console. And then now, like, PC's the boom. PC's the move, right? But the thing is, like, yo, there's a lot of reasons why we're not doing PC. Console is much more uniform, right? Everything's just already done. There's no like variance. There's very little variance across all the all the consoles. Fine. Two. You guys aren't gonna bring your PCs. Fuck you guys. You only bring your own controllers. You can't even pay your own venue fee. It's like what the fuck. And then the worst part is, why would we doing this for one game? <laughs> right. Oof. We could have been playing KR on PC. Y'all didn't give a fuck. 
Y'all never put y'all didn't play KI Toes too late. You know? Y'all didn't play KI Toes too late. And then like with Street Fighter, Xbox, we use we, we played on Xbox 360, but for the first two years of Street Fighter 4's lifespan, we played on PS4. When PS5, when PS4, uh, PS3, when PS4 came out with Street Fighter 5, we played only on PS4. We still play on PS4. It's been the standard for a long time. Yeah, we're not ostracizing the biggest, one of the biggest fighting games ever. Like, we're not, no, not, not for PC. Even though it runs so much better on PC, by the way. <laughs> Everything about fighting games historically runs better on PC. Problem is the logistics. The logistics is fucking terrible, man. Like, there's so much variance. There's, no one's controller is going to work. And the worst part is, is like, you're going to introduce so many other factors that are both the, both the TO, like the organizers control and the player. And that's like, that's just shitty. And then the worst part is I'm not going to depend on the players to bring their own PCs, right? As an organizer, I'm not going to depend on you because historically FGC has always been like, Hey, you go to a place, the arcade arcades, there systems already there. Everything's already there. Sit down, you put your quarters in. You hopefully the guy who's fixing the joystick fixed it today. You, you start mashing the buttons and fight each other. Like, that's always been the experience. You sit down, plug and play. That's it. People are already complaining to, to even go like down the street to do something, right? So it's like, no, like, this is FGC is crazy for like trying to get PC as a standard. Maybe we'll reach a future where everybody's responsible and can hold accountability to bring their own computers and we can play on PC. But fuck you. No PCs for you guys. You guys ruined the chance already. And on top of that, we're not trying to piss off the sponsors. And on top of that, the developers didn't even optimize the game for console. Let's let them do that first. Let them make the consoles better first. One right? thing. Because, yeah, Stripe's not even good on PC. I mean, Stripe's not even good on PC. It's still buggy. And it's and, and Stripe's not even good on console. It's it, 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 One thing I really like that you brought up pretty early on there. Which probably was like five minutes ago now, but <laughs> um, <laughs> you you had kind of touched on it for a split second where you said the you know pe- people have to then have their own good PCs, and that's yeah. I think that's one of the bigger things too because when you go to an event, obviously everything is under a controlled scenario, so you know the yeah. PCs are gonna. And this goes for any game, but you mm. know PCs are gonna be good. You know consoles are gonna be good. Whatever, blah blah blah. You know, and the monitors are going to be 144 hertz if you go to like an event at Waves. But yeah. the problem with the FGC moving to PC, if they were to, is I can almost guarantee there's, I'm sure, a lot of them that do have gaming PCs as well. Yeah. But for the ones that don't, there's that price factor. So <laughs> if people had to, if, if FGC fully moved to PC, there's going to be, be people that need to go and buy PCs. And not yeah. everybody can afford them. Now, nope. obviously, with ps4 or ps5 it's a one-time purchase that you don't you're not going to upgrade until the next one comes out which yeah. is usually six three years. yeah yeah three to six years yeah. yeah and so putting everybody and even if they do have a pc there's no there's no saying they're on a shit pc they can run the game not at 144 though and maybe they're not even getting 60 and that's the big thing consoles yeah okay aren't even 60 but if they're lagging and stuff and somebody gets a completely different experience and then they go to they go to line on a PC that's got like a 3090 in it just to be smooth as anything and now they're playing on this way different experience and it's like it's gonna it's consistent. yeah, it's, yeah it wouldn't be yeah it just it just never would be consistent and that's I think the big problem with it.
Yeah, and it all comes down to one thing, right? The Japanese fighting game developers, they're, they're not good at optimizing the game. They're not. They're straight up not. Like, I'm, I'm being brutally fucking honest. I'm probably going to burn some bridges, but, like, they're... They're really not doing a great job because, like, for years they've never had to develop a game for a PC, right? Just recent now, and trust me, I'm a I love fighting games on PC. I only play fighting games on PC. I don't play console fighting games anymore. I haven't for the last ten years. I've only played on PC. The problem is, the problem is, is that like, I had to. Ha- I've always had to have like the best PC to run it. Even now, like, I can't run Guilty Gear. I need to upgrade my graphic card, right? Guilty Gear is not optimized, right? Uh, and I and Guilty Gear is really fun to play. I really like I really like playing the game when I can. And, and yeah, like, that, everyone's experience is going to be so different. So my, my plea is for all the developers to be, especially in Japan, just, just, just make the game good on console first. Stabilize it on console, please, for the love of God. Like, I just, I just want to, like, I just, I just want everybody to come and play fighting games again, right? And, like, you know, whatever the tournament standard will be, fine. Like, I'll run it on that. But, like, make sure it's run run well. It's not run well on any of them right now, right? Like, PS5 has issues with Strive, which is, which is really odd because it's the better hardware from PS4. But it has more input delay. That's a fucking problem, right? Um, And, yeah, like, just... The game's buggy, game's crashy. It's just—I mean, it's... It's, I, I feel like the FGC too, and it's one of—it's—it's—it's it's, it's probably like the only scene that I can think that this would happen to. But for the FGC to move to PC, I feel like the whole scene, if you know what I mean, has to move. Like the whole scene, every game, like everything needs to switch to PC if we want to move to like this PC. And like you said, you actually touched on it really well. The whole land thing, like me coming from an FPS background, going to a tournament, a lot of a lot of locals, especially, or big like way too big events that they can't supply PCs, like you were talking about. Um, it's BYOB. Yeah, or, it's always been BYOB. Or sorry, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, bring your own console. Yeah, bring your own. <laughs> sorry, BY BYOPC. Yeah. Uh, but that's the thing. People don't understand that. Like that is okay in bigger events where it's like maybe 20 players invited then they can you know they can supply a pc to everybody it's no problem but do you think like that's gonna happen in fighting games there's way too many people for them for one there's gonna be so many people that people won't want to bring their pcs yeah big events like that it's a risk like it's a huge risk and you you already know the foot traffic for fgc events they're huge they're bigger than any other genre because why well we're kind of forced to meet up and play <laughs> you know <laughs> like the online's not that great so we have to sit to, like we have to like wait every month to go to like america or like florida meet over our buddies and kick each other's asses for a weekend right like that's like that's always been the thing and that's why fgc events like have really big draws like 10,000 5,000 2,000 even 1,000 people like go like to major events why because it's like and that's more than like a pc event like that's more than like a CS Go tournament. Oh yeah. So it's like, and and we do that because why the online shit. <laughs> God, can you also another big problem. I mean, this is the problem with any game, but especially when it's switching from a console game to PC. Can you imagine 
if FGC moved to PC and like BYOs, uh, BYOPCs were a thing, you imagine mm. like the amount of stories that would come out. Somebody installed the cheat so that their controller would like, oh, dude. So you'd probably have to play on one PC, like like you currently do with yeah. a console. So well, here's the thing: like you, you, not all not all controllers are like digitally signed or yeah. <laughs> approved. Right, so like you never know if your stick actually or your arcade stick works for that computer, which is shitty because then you have to download a million drivers. Yeah, like, a bajillion Steam profiles and all it's that so dumb, dumb shit. Yeah. Yeah, and then on top of that, like, like the FGC hasn't had a problem with like people like macroing and cheating because like at the end of the day, it comes down to decision making. You have to press the button, right? Someone has to press the button, and like it's very obvious if you're not doing the combo. <laughs> but like at the same time, like. There's a reason why, like, there's FGC bots in rank. So here's a really funny story. In every across every fighting game, there's always a bot that's programmed to like fight other people in ranked. And like, you, everyone, everyone in their lifespan, like me included, they we have to fight the bot at some point in rank. But like, a testament if you're a good player is that you can beat the bot, right? Like this scripted bot who like can count frames and shit. Like at the end of the day, he still has to react on what you do. And sometimes if you do nothing. You're gonna freak out. And if you have a button macro, what happens if you 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 just play turtle and you play defensive, right? What? Like even if your buddy, like even if the cheater has to press like one button to do a combo, you're not giving him a chance to do it. Whereas like obviously in like an FPS game, you have walls, you know where they are, et cetera, et cetera. But because like fighting games is everything's on the screen, it's very hard to cheat. It's very, very hard. And it's very easy to know. <laughs> like, so like people are like. Why would you cheat? Just learn the fucking combo because at the end of the day, you still have to press buttons. Now you just have to press two more or four more buttons. Like learn the learn the fucking sequence because like you still have to land. You still have to figure out the timing to land the button, right? You still have to open me up to hit me, and like even if you have a cheat where like you press one button, everything automatically combos. You still have to do that, right? Yeah. So it's like it's very hard to cheat, but like I mean that's possible too though. Well, what happens if you have a? So here's a very legendary legendary story, and I'm so fucking surprised no one's talked about this for years right refrag exclusive <laughs> so in ultimate marvel versus capcom 3 people were modding their you know about the cronus right uh i don't think so okay so the cronus the cronus is like an adapter that allowed people to convert their uh their ps4 ps3 stick to uh xbox now here's the thing if you play call of duty cronus is banned because it cheats it, it always lags your system out there's like a ton of problems with it right now recently like call of duty players like someone was caught cheating using a cronus this is different this is the og cronus where it was like a dongle you you had a dongle it was a converter it converted ps4 sticks ps3 sticks to xbox the thing is it would it would lag create artificial lag for the other person Right. So what players used to do in Marvel vs. Capcom 3, they would mod their PS3 stick, put a different shell on the outside to make it look like it was an Xbox 360 stick. But inside, it was a Cronus. It was a Cronus signal converter. And then they would have like a little, like the wire coming out of it, like an extension to make it look like it was a normal stick. And like, I'm surprised no one talked about this because people were modding sticks with this Cronus inside of it during Marvel. 
And like sometimes that's why you would see some random upsets sometimes. Like it, it, it's insane. Like obviously this never got popular. This never got leaked. But like you know, there, it was all, it was a huge thing within like uh, like hush hush with some top players. I remember like I'm not gonna name his name, but like you know a, a very very known influencer was like yo like we were talking about like how fucked up um like some people were cheating were and like it wasn't talked about because we were talking about Adderall in the FGC right. And we're like, oh, dude, Adder- no one checks for Adderall. Like, you could be on Adderall in FGC. And then, like, I, the topic was like, yo, remember the Cronus, Cronus Max converter? And I, I was like, yeah, I remember the Cronus Max converter. They're like, they're like, yeah, a lot of players had it. A lot of Marvel players especially had it built, modded into their stick to make sure you would drop their com- your combo. It was, like, it, fucking insane. But, yeah, like, there's something like that for PC. Like, that could that could yeah. happen for PC. And that's probably really easily done on PC. That's the, see, that's the scary thing when it comes to yeah. the FGC moving over because that whole, like, even if it's, like, a, like, like you said, like, a, a form of lag switch, even if it's literally, a, like, a split second. So oh, when it's it, important. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Well, that's, like, that's the thing. FGC, every, like, like, every button, tiny, tiny mistakes cause you combos and everything. Like that much I do know. And it's like, even if you, cause I can almost guarantee you there's somebody out there that could code a program that when you do a certain combo, once you get to the, like once it recognizes that you're the other player has gone a X up down, whatever, then it goes, Oh, okay. The next button I'm going to lag. Yeah. Somebody could easily code that. That that could be very possible. And you know what? Because these games are poorly developed, there's no anti-cheat built within it anyway. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. This shit is crazy. So speaking of cheaters and hackers, let's go on to the next subject of Apex Legends. So Ooh. Drew, you want to give us the rundown of what happened this week? All right. So this is the funniest. This is the most wholesome reason to hack a game, right? But a ton of Titanfall fans hacked Apex Legends and and they didn't they didn't ruin the game or anything. All they did was when the game's booted up, the start screen said please save titanfall.com and you go to titanfall.com and it's a plea to to respawn to save their game because you know why? Right now Titanfall basically if, for people who don't know, Apex Legends is actually a reworked version of Titanfall to for free to play. Now obviously Apex Legends is a very successful game. It's super fun. It's amazing mechanically it's awesome but all those mechanics you find in another game that no one gave a fuck about called titanfall which is an excellent game it's an amazing game by the way like people should play titanfall <laughs> but people can't play titanfall because like there's so many hackers online and and so what they did was what a bunch of other hackers did was they're like fuck it you know i i love playing titanfall i'm tired of being hacked respawn doesn't care and the worst part is EA is still selling Titanfall for half off. And they're, and and these Titanfall hackers, like hackers who are big fans of the game, they sat there. They're like, you know what? This is a scam. Why are they trying to sell this to anyone? I don't want anyone to experience what I'm experiencing. My fellow P- hackers are hacking this game to ruin it for everybody. And then EA is trying to sell this game so then a new guy can get suckered into playing online and then deal with the fucking hackers. So they hacked Apex to have like that call out to call to action for respawn to say, hey, do something about the cheating. And the funniest part is that, yo, Apex has cheating problems, too. (laughs) 
Respawn's got a cheating problem, yeah. baby. They got to fix that shit. It's definitely something they've got to work on. Uh, I mean, you see, even it's funny, we're seeing the save Titanfall trend right now. Yeah. And not even a week, maybe a week and a half ago, we saw the save Apex trend where a lot of Apex pros and a lot of Apex just community, community took to Twitter and stuff because their anti cheat is just so garbage. And yeah. every, I mean, every, everybody who genuinely still enjoys that game, and don't get me wrong, Apex is a good game. Not really for me anymore. Just, uh, <laughs> you got hit with too many hackers, baby. That's what happened. Exactly. And it's, it's, it is sad because a lot of games do struggle through that. And I mean, hell, if the CS fan base wasn't so big, I would honestly, CS probably would have died for that too. But mm-hmm. yeah, Apex has a serious problem. And it, obviously, it is more noticeable in games like Apex where there's like 100 people lobbies. Um, so Apex and Titanfall. It should it should be an eye opener for uh, Ubisoft. I mean, hell, even their cybersecurity oh, yeah, apparently. Or sorry, yeah. Who did I say? Ubi, Ubisoft. Oh, sorry, Ubi. Ubisoft <laughs> kind of cares. Yeah, Ubi does kind of care. Um, yeah. sorry, EA. Yeah, that yeah. that should be a big wake up call for them, and a kind of well. I mean, if they're they're any cheat shit, and they've just got hacked, so obviously their cybersecurity is pretty shit. Um, so maybe enjoy you, your privacy, though. Yeah, yeah, maybe you want a team on that, but I don't know. Yeah. I hope for their sake, it's the nostalgia can be brought back. I mean, I, 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 I'm a huge Apex fan. I played it like hardcore for the first year, and then after the first year, the hacking got really notorious, and I was like, I was just fed up. I was like, there's no way, like no fucking way. Yeah. And yeah, like, and, and then apparently, like. I think three years later from the game's official launch, the hacking's only got worse. And they tried many different things, right? <laughs> like, they tried to do, like, a hackers-only server, but then they were putting, like, innocent people, like, yeah. in those servers because, like, you know, the game's starting to die, right? And then that's what happens when you don't maintain the integrity of your game. It just dies. <laughs> yeah. Fine. Well, apparently something that is, one, nostalgia, two will not die and three keeps returning is apparently shroud did you see the thing shroud is returning to valorant well not returning he's playing professionally for the first time for fun though he's going to be playing in the vct open the next one when ko is available uh him he's bringing back the old the old guys crew from csgo so it's going to be him sean gears uh nothing jordan gilbert and Mm -hmm. Uh, I think they're looking at Dicey, and the rumor is supposed to be Tarek is joining them. So, Tarek? Not even sh- I, I heard last time from that it was Sean BM, but Tarek is going to be a kind of fire. That's, yeah. a, that's a legit lineup, actually. Yeah, I'm excited <clears throat> to see that. And I think I, I think the big thing is a lot of people have been comparing KO to CS because people say he plays... like Obviously, his abilities are a little different, but even his flash and stuff, people say it really feels like quite CSGO-y. And uh, just the way he moves. So I, I play Valorant, and um, what Kale does to the game, he makes everybody play Counter Strike because yeah. he just disables everyone's abilities, and that's kind of fun. Like it's all it comes down to all raw aim, and like a lot of players are excited to bring him. Like a lot of pro players are excited to bring him into the meta because now they get to see who's actually relying on the skills and who's actually like an aim god and who's actually got like tactical fps fundamentals so that's gonna be really exciting but i'm 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 surprised 
Gen G let Sean Garris play and like to my knowledge of Sean Garris, he I, I I may have misunderstood the article. Uh and even and even Shroud. I thought like they're still signed to teams, like I think it would it, it would be like a competitive uh conflict of interest, really. So I know Shroud is fine. Shroud is fully a partner, like Shroud is fully uh on his own. But Ooh. the rest of them it could just be like I mean they're not playing for Shroud, yeah, Shroud openly said on stream that they're not playing for like a pro career. They are playing it for fun. And if they make it, they make it. Um, they have a good chance to. That's, yes. Yeah, that's and that's, I, I'm very 50 50 on the matter because, like, the thing with old guys' crew in CSGO is they did make it once. I think they made they it. Almost, they, they almost, I remember they almost made it, but then they forfeited the last game because, uh, Shout had to stream that day, and they're yeah. like, "Fuck it, dude." And and my, I'm kind of curious if they'll do the same thing again because if they may, let's say, because that's obviously good talent, and they're all these guys are playing Valorant nonstop right now. And if they yeah. make it now, one, if they stop, like let's say the second place team can't go anymore because obviously Shroud's team wins. I don't know how I feel about that because it's on one hand, it's you know Shroud and that are so skilled, but they don't want pro. And on the other hand, you have these young guys that just got beat out by like old gods, raw aim, and they were so close, but stolen away from the old guys' crew. How do you feel about it? Everyone has to. Everyone has to earn their shot. And if unfortunately, if they didn't beat the old man crew, that means they didn't. They're not good enough to make it. Like, like yes, for me, for me, I'm arguing. Hey, isn't there like a conflict of interest because Dicey plays 100 thieves still, right? Like, well, even though he's benched, he still plays for them. He was yeah. a stand in the last game. Like, and and he, that guy is still at the peak of his powers. Like, he's only 17. <laughs> like, he's only 18. Be, 17, so. they, they, may, they may be just hard, like, hard pushing that this is for fun. Nobody's locked to this, so. Yeah, and, it, like, in another way, like, I think it would be healthy if they could do that. Because those specific guys, I know they're playing to be competitive, but not for a pro. Like they're just playing because they want to see how far they can go, right? How push themselves. And it makes good content. And on top of that, I think like if you're Riot, you kind of want to let that happen because all those guys have a huge following. Yeah, it's it essentially a show match. Yeah, but... it is. And every time you play, every time you play against that team, it's a show match. Like that, like in another way, a young team can get a lot of exposure, especially if they beat them. Yeah. Because yo, you're you're not beating like it's not like these guys are doing it for attention. These guys are legit still great at the game. <laughs> like Sean Garris has the one of the best Yoru's in North America. <laughs> like Dicey's one of the best Jets in North America. You know, and like obviously Shroud is sick at it. Like Shroud is cracked. Just like, raw so aim, sick. yeah. Just raw fucking aim, right? So it's not like you're beating up a bunch of scrubs. Like I think in a way, like me as a competitor, if I was like even remotely competitive at Valorant, I would love to play against them. I get. I get myself featured. I'm going to probably do my best to beat them. If I do beat them, I get so much. If I do lose to them, yeah, of course. Like, who am I losing to? <laughs> Shroud. <Legends. laughs> yeah, Shroud and, Shroud and his best friends who happen to be CSGO legends, except for Dicey, who happen to be on 100 stage who won first strike. Yeah. Like, that's not, that's not like, there's no shame in that. Like, comparatively, I'm like, yeah, that's a great challenge. Let's fucking do it. And then I know that. I'm going to give them a lot of benefit of the doubt just because I know Shroud loves Valorant. I know Shroud loves to play Valorant. He plays it so much. He watches so much Valorant 
he he over he he does overtime on his shift like right it's like you yeah you just you can watch three matches this guy would stream 16 hours and he would watch all the regions he wouldn't watch just like na i woke up one time this guy was still watching korean matches he's like korea's sick bro like like, he's just sitting here just hyped to watch korea like i know this guy is generally passionate about valorant like it's not it's not fake shit it's it's super well actually i'm gonna touch on two things one just quickly before we get too far from it like you said if you if you get if you start shitting on shroud it's such good exposure like you said because if shroud's streaming it if he's allowed to stream it all which i'm sure he is yeah, um, sure. he's, Shroud. yeah he, he's like shroud will say on stream like if somebody's genuinely outclassing him and aim he's gonna be like god damn this kid's nasty and then he'll like shroud obviously isn't gonna care if they win or lose and he'll be like oh that kid was cracked and then yeah. all of shroud's fans are gonna go look at that kid's twitter or whatever and be like wow this kid was nuts i want to watch his stream as well like so that happened in apex actually yeah uh, uh, someone who who wasn't pro but like was living out of his fucking trailer or like he would play it from the McDonald's Wi-Fi. He started beasting on Shroud, and then all of a sudden he's able he started streaming. He's it turns out he's an awesome guy. So luckily Shroud hyped up the right guy, and then he has a pro career. Like that's like he has a pro streamer career. And now he's like one of the best Apex Apex players in the world, like top three. Yeah, like that could happen if for anyone in Valorant too. Like if you start shitting on Shroud, because it's Shroud is not a scrub. Trout is really good at aiming, like really fucking good. Like he's he played, he's almost radiant again. Like, and he doesn't play full time. Like, yeah, yeah. But yeah, sorry. Your other point. Uh, honestly, I completely forgot what I was gonna say, and that's only because the second I stopped speaking, it just went. Boop. <laughs> um, but no, and I, I'm I'm super excited to see what these guys do. Like, it's gonna be fun to watch them go through the open. It's going to be fun to, uh, you know, get some of that reminiscence of the old guy's crew. Mm-hmm. But anything else you want to talk about in esports this week? Any hot topics? Any just anything you've seen on your Twitter? Are we? Nah, the only thing I've seen on Twitter is like the PC debate and how like organizers are like, hey, please pay us $100,000 <laughs> to like run a PC event because we know you're not bringing your own PCs. <laughs> well, Drew, where can they find you on Twitter so they can watch all these rants? <laughs> man watch these rants oh, no, sorry. check Re- out the refrag Ch- check Twitter. out the re- your retweets of all these pc um, debates <laughs> man you can check my socials at drewface underscore d-r-e-w face underscore and then you'll see a lot of sneakers me shitting on some random smash player for no reason and like just the random fgc man. how are you where should they check your socials out buddy well, mine's just going to be probably Parabellum retweets and refrag retweets. <laughs> but it's at Scooter CSGO, which I hope I one day can change. But obviously, every variation of Scooter is taken. So we'll see. But we'll also see you next Wednesday. We're going to be back next week. Uh, probably got quite a bit of talk to, about, talk to talk about next week. Um, and that's it. Just don't forget to follow the refrag Twitter at the refrag TV. And yeah, we'll be back Wednesday.